0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the still not canceled episode of Steel and Teal Talk. We're still here, <laughs> as always. My name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host
1: Jim from Van in the Van, and now Cigar and Smokes.
0: The cigar there cigar, you go. Nice. I always fucking confuse it somehow. Well, you got a shout out from those guys too, or one of the guys you plug on the show, which is awesome. Shout. I mean, we'll shout him out here too. I mean, I, I don't. I, I would. I would never mind a, a, a sponsorship from a few different people, and cigar <laughs> companies are always nice. Um, But no strings attached, plug right here, man. Jim, go for it. Well, obviously, last night was the premiere episode of Cigar and
1: Sports. And uh, so part of the show, the beginning part, we do a cigar segment, what cigar we're smoking, you know, where we got it from, all that stuff. So obviously, um, South Shore Cigar Club is the main lounge that I go to by my job. Mm -hmm. They actually opened during the pandemic, which is a huge gamble that these two long – long-life best friends decided to do. um, And when Big Tom Tommy came out his cigar through Asylum 13, he decided to have it there because he's from Bayshore, Brightwaters, and Bayshore here on Long Island. They border each other. makes sense. Okay, yeah. So that, so that was the first time I ever went there, and it happened to be his release. So I met Big Tom Tommy, smoked a cigar. He makes two of them, one's a 6x60. makes a bigger one, which is my preference. I like a bigger cigar as opposed to a small one. Regardless. So, um, I get it. Yeah. So, you know, I met him there. We've been buddy buddy since. So I figured it was only right. The first episode of Cigar and Sports, we, uh, I used that as the first cigar. Now I'm kind of mulling it over. Maybe that just might be the cigar of the show. Um, I don't know yet. Also, I'm going to try to get him on at some point, he, whether I see him at the lounge or hit him up on Instagram. One of the hardest fucking guys to get a hold of, though, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, so, really he's so busy because he does. Um, well, the, the show is already over with, and it's already on Amazon Prime Graves and, which is a mob uh, show that Will DeMeo created, which is mm-hmm. pretty good for those who listen. If you're into mob shit, twenty two ninety five, go buy the frigging thing. No, I don't get paid to fucking plug
0: it, uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, we and the, we have no paid sponsorships right now. But if people want to change that, let me know. Um. <laughs> you know, what? it kind of feels like
1: football, and with Ben Roethlisberger, where we get no sponsorships. So, like what he did the first few episodes is he would drink this like water. I forget the brand of it. And He goes, "Hey, you know, if you want to sponsor us, by all means, reach out." So, hey, whoever wants to reach out, reach out. We'll take some.
0: We'll take some sponsorships. Certain certain things I, I can't plug because of what I do for work. But that's a different situation, whatever. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, if you know who I am, you know what I do, um, which sounded very vague. <laughs> <laughs> I work in liquor sales and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> My views are mine and they're not the company I work for. So we'll, we'll leave that there. I don't want to get in anybody. I want to get nobody in trouble. I, I like what I do. I'm very good at what I do. And <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. This is getting vaguer and vaguer, and it sounds more and more like I'm on that show, and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a suburban white kid from Northeast Florida. This is. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> oh, a Hole already. Oh, it's great. It. it um, oh boy. All right. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Some sponsors be great. Like I've joked about it too. Lacroix. I, I drink a ton of Lacroix. Uh, yeah. Send me. Oh. Send me free Lacroix. I'll. I'll drink it probably if it comes from them and not some random person it's like i'll drink it so but that's amazing
1: i don't want i don't want some like peddler bringing me my shit like on a bicycle with a basket you're like oh here's your free lacroix like no i want like the guy from lacroix personal, like handed to me at my doorstep like here you go pal
0: make sure you drink it on your show no problem yeah great well (laughs) I don't care who within reason uh there, there's always people that we i there's and i won't name somebody um but there. i never got back to them someone reached out to me and jalen about partnering with their platform and i asked a I question that. and i they got back to me and they're like schedule a zoom meeting and i'm like sure and that was like three weeks ago because shit happens life gets busy and i forgot until just <laughs> now uh it's been hot man my brain isn't working don't don't worry about it let's get some football man talking about brains not working dallas dallas gave a fourth round pick to now have two quarterbacks on the roster who can't throw one throws to the other team one can't hit the other team so and for those, for those oh yeah no for those who who are you making these claims Because that's just how I, I feel a lot of y'all who, uh, uh, yeah, boy.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I know the feeling.
0: Yeah, it's just, and, and that's not a voice to make fun of people with speech impediments or anything like that. Like, that's the voice I hear when this guy's like, well, I'll tell you what, like, you don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about. You're just nitty with the microphone. Yeah, I know that. But like you said on your show last week, you listened. <laughs> yeah. You chose to listen, which I appreciate. But like, let. Yeah. For those who are talking like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I do. Okay. Trey Lance has a career completion percentage. He has a career record of two and two. Let's leave it at that. A career completion percentage of 54.9%. Eh, that's mid. I That's less than mid. Mid is like 60%. Good is 60%. Like just for... Just for shits and giggles. Like, let's pull it. Let's do the Dak Prescott stats. Just because I, I, and for last season, we're not doing career. I don't care. If we did career, yeah. it'd be even more different. I just wanted to. He is sick. Yeah. Let's do career. Screw it. Why not? Or let's, let's do last year. Eight and four records, 66% completion, and uh, 15 interceptions, but only through 12 games. So if you give him the remaining five games, 20 interceptions. At least because he's looking at over an interception a game. Yeah. So he'd be at 20 interceptions, which would have led the league last year. He, he was first place in interceptions last year. Cowboys fans. I don't care. This is your you, bear with it for a minute. I'm going to compliment you in a little bit, which I never do, but this is there. Like he led the league in interceptions last year. He was tied for first place and he played less games than the other guy who he shared the record with. Yeah. What are we talking about? This is stupid, but like, just, let, let's let's just go back to let's let's look at the stats, twenty twenty two NFL stats, just passing stats to see where everybody was at completion percentage wise. Just because I, I want people to know why I'm taking the shot at Trey Lance, and Trey Lance has all the potential in the world. This is not me saying like you know oh you like clearly he's better than me, you know I mean, huh? like, I'm a dude with a microphone. I've played football since high school. Like that is, yeah, it, it no. So we're not we're not gonna get into that. I don't care. The point I'm trying to make, if you look at passing completion for that year, where is it? There it is. All right. So if you look at completion percentage, Geno Smith, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert are the top three at 69.8, 68.3, 68.2. Patrick Mahomes is 67%. Jalen Hurts, 66. I'm just going for some of the big names. Trevor Lawrence, 66. Dak Prescott, 66. Let's keep going. Just let's keep looking for him so we can see where we're at. Uh, Who's a quarterback that is generally known for not having good? Lamar Jackson. Oh, 62%. (laughs) He has the only quarterback, if he had played this year, the only quarterback he would have been a better passer for, Zach. Fucking Wilson. <laughs> and that ain't saying much. 54.5 completion percentage. Baker Mayfield is at 60. So you're
1: giving him some 50 percentage points there.
0: You're worse than Baker and you're better than Zach Wilson. That's, I would be. I wouldn't, if I was Trey Lance, <laughs> I wouldn't be proud of that. No. And, and, and here's the thing with Trey Lance. Again, this is, I just, I, I have to put this into perspective. Trey Lance sitting behind Dak will be fine. He's gonna sit behind Dak. If he the, the biggest issue with Trey Lance when it comes to a lot of his completions is his mechanics. Yeah. He he and he, to his credit, was working just diligently <laughs> on his mechanics. Yeah. He was working diligently on his mechanics over the offseason and it showed it like lo- it looked better, but it's yeah. not fixed. It, he no. is an absolute work in progress. And here's the thing, though. He's still not the worst quarterback in North Dakota State. Carson Wentz, you bum. <laughs> you bum. You and I have the same hairline.
1: <laughs> well, did you see this other, this tweet uh, RG3 came out with earlier today? No, what do he say? All right, so it involves Dak, right? And he goes, you know, I don't understand why everything Dak Prescott does gets scrutinized from every throw to every touchdown to every interception. Because he's mid. It's you know, so just, just about everything, right? That Dak does get scrutinized by everybody. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's sports media, you, me, whoever it is. It doesn't matter, right? So before I could say it, somebody else already did. And I was so pissed because I had it in my head. I was getting ready to type it. And all of a sudden, like three seconds flat, this guy managed to get it out. When you claim to be America's team, That's the issue. And not only that, that star is not anything impressive. It's your fucking rating as far as an NFL team. Yep. And that's why you get scrutinized, because every year your fan base, the Cowboy fan base, puts Dak on a pedestal. They put this team on a pedestal. So what do you think is going to happen? Of course we're going to scrutinize everything. It's not because he's in 955 – Sleep number comfort fucking commercials is because he's a mid quarterback. He's mid.
0: Here it is, exactly word for word. Dak Prescott is the most scrutinized QB in the NFL. Every throw, every interception, every decision is broken down and criticized more than any QB in the NFL. Trading for Trey Lance will only give people an excuse to scrutinize even more. To a degree, <laughs> yes. To a degree, yes. you're not wrong. But here's the thing: you, it, it's Dallas is the Yankees or the Lakers of the NFL. They're the team that everybody knows they're the team because back in the nineties, they were an absolute powerhouse and I will give credit where credits due. I always do. And the thing with it, with the, with the title of America's team, like you said, with the title of, you know, or the, the dynasty that is Dallas and being one of the most, the, the biggest sports franchises in the world consistently year after year after year comes with the fucking spotlight. If yeah. you can't handle the spotlight, step out of it. <laughs> Move yeah. on. It's not for you. Don't
1: accept, don't accept the title then of America's team. If you you're not America's team. Yeah, it's they're not America. Nobody. I, how many people could truly say That they think, like if we were to do a poll, if this was live right now, if we did a live poll, how many people would honestly agree that the Cowboys are America's team? You could have said that when Troy Aikman was the quarterback and you had, you know, Alvin Harper and Irvin and friggin Emmitt Smith and Charles Haley and company all on the team. But now, not America's team. There's no team in the NFL right now that's America's team. None. And there's a reason why, because they don't want the scrutiny that comes with it. I'm trying tell to tell find... you what I can tell you who America's shittiest team is, though.
0: <laughs>
1: Cleveland,
0: this is for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn right.
0: Deshaun Watson, he's looking mid and preseason. Oh, he is. Well, and that's what he is. You want to talk about a quarterback and can't get out of his own way. So here it is um, with the the fans with the largest fan bases. Currently, just based on followers, Dallas, you're not number one anymore. It's the team that's really worried about going to next week. You know, we, we, we're we on to next week. We're on to the next thing. We're on to the next big thing. I don't care. I'm not worried about this week. I'm not worried about the past. <laughs> we're going to talk about the next thing. Currently, based on a January poll on social media following, four po- the New England Patriots are the most followed team on Instagram with 4.6 million followers. Dallas only has four million. Pittsburgh Steelers coming in third with number three. There you go. Y'all travel well. I mean, say, say what you want about Pittsburgh. They they Pittsburgh travels very, very well. When I worked at the Jaguar Stadium, Pittsburgh Steelers week was always like it, it was a good week because they always yep. traveled well. And the one okay, I'm gonna explain this, and this is not really on point, and we'll get back to RG3 in a minute. Fans, if you are going to an away game, you're not going to find your team's jersey for two reasons. One, that's like going into your buddy's house and looking for your clothes; they're not <laughs> going to be there. That's not your stuff. Secondly, from a pure pers- or from a pure logistical perspective, if it's not a team that you play every single year, yeah. there's no point. Because you have to buy a certain amount of stuff, and you know, for Jaguars and Pittsburgh, if the Steelers or the Jaguars, if some are safe bets, like if the Steelers would have or if the Jaguars to bring in a bunch of Najee Harris jerseys and Kenny Pickett jerseys, we probably still have them next year if we play you guys. Vice versa with Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne and stuff like that; those are safe bets. But when it's like, oh, let's carry you know our our kicker or whatever, like you don't know who's going to be on the team next week, let alone next year. So I may buy a thousand, you know, Mitch Trubisky jerseys and he retires next year. So then I got to say, I, I'm sitting on a thousand. Well, no, I, I'm just trying to think of a guy who's not going to play. <laughs> I see you laughing. I think of a guys not going to play, but I could buy a thousand Mitch Trubisky jerseys to sell in the stadium. And then if he's not there next year, whatever I have left from that game, because nobody's buying a Mitch Trubisky jersey outside of UNC fans or his family. And so then you've got that. So now I'm sitting on, you know, say I sell 200. Cool. I got 800 dead units of inventory that I'm sitting on until he decides to come back to Pittsburgh or play again, which he's not. It's dumb. You're looking for your your own clothes in your buddy's house. It's stupid. No, no team is going to have it. And also, why would I sell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why would I sell and give money to the team we're playing? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So there's three yeah. ways it doesn't make sense. So I, it's it sounds dumb. The amount of times I was asked that question was absurd. Why do you have any Titans jerseys? Why don't you have any Texans jerseys? Why don't you have any Steelers jerseys? Why don't you have any Falcons jerseys? You're not there. <laughs> Damn, is this Atlanta? No, oh, it's Jacksonville. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, and
1: that's, like, that's like going to Yankee Stadium and trying to buy a Pete Alonso Met jersey.
0: <laughs> Did you watch that? Not, Did you watch that rooter bit I sent you? Yeah, I watched it. Oh what a third third. What are you throwing me for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's great. You know with the but with, with the whole RG3 thing. Mm-hmm. I respect a, I, I respect a lot of what he tweets out for sure because some of, some of it's on point but to sit there and put that tweet out and he doesn't understand why and he's and he played in the league and I'm sure he watched football before he played football he played football, football he in did.
0: Texas he went to Baylor so how,
1: he, so how does he not know how does he not know I understand he was a bust in the NFL I, I get all that, but
0: I, I blame injuries and Kyle Shanahan uh, and Mike Shanahan more so than I blame Archie three's talent. I blame, I blame, the, I blame Washington. They fucked them up. I, yeah, I blame Washington's dysfunctional stadium and fan base as well as their dysfunctional head coach who Mike Shanahan has never succeeded with a scrambling quarterback. That's Not- a fact. Y'all can look at a history of scrambling quarterbacks. Fran Tarkenton. He had when he was coaching, some of Tarkenton's worst years. And that's just one example. Like, if you go back and look at the scrambling quarterbacks he coached, he doesn't know how to do it. Like, I, it, it's, look at the history of that. But, no, it, it's – Texas is – the the th- the big three football states yeah. are Texas, Florida, and California. And California and Florida change every year. But Texas is all – in. they take it more seriously. There's yeah. 20 – there's college stadiums built for high school teams. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had metal bleachers. The stadiums built for fucking Pop Warner
1: where the parents are just automatically going out of control.
0: I had a kid I played with in high school who's co- who's high school team in Texas. And I'm, I'm going to look at the population of the town because I don't want to. I just want to look at the population of the town because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't know if I want to call them out. In a town of 77,000 people back in, this was 2010. So under 70,000 people for when him and I were uh, playing. So about under 70,000 people, they had an indoor practice facility. Okay. Which, Hey, if you got the money for it, go for it. But like, I, I'll take shots of Florida. When we went down to Baker County to play them, like it, the town shuts down. It's the same way as some Georgia schools. Georgia's number four in there, and again, all three of these change every year. Outside of Texas, but you know you're in a spotlight. It's like the same thing you talked about with uh, Rogers. I'm trying. To, I was like, uh, I was like, who's the bum who's going to suck this year, Rogers? Ah. Uh- <laughs> we just lost Corey Davis too. So we just lost his number two receiver. Now he's got Alan Lazard and ancient Randall Cobb. Yeah. And like, Lazard's battling.
1: Um, he's got like some AC joint sprain in his shoulder right now. So who even knows if he's going to be ready for week one? He's
0: probably not. Yeah. No. He's got yeah. two days ago. We'll miss practice Thursday with an AC joint. He said he's expected to be there for week one. Expected. We'll see. Yeah, but you've also got. Week- yeah. And street. So he'll be there. <laughs> Anthony Davis, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Charles Barkley. Man, the only difference between Lazar being there in street clothes is Anthony Davis. Is that Anthony Davis's unibrow looks like the Mazda emblem?
0: <laughs> I drive a Mazda, I know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: in, in essence, on your grill, you got Anthony Davis's forehead. That's true, and
0: I'm not even a Lakers fan. But so like, let's break down their roster. So like with the Jets and why and uh, you said it on your other show, I've said it, I've been saying this for months. So don't, I don't need anybody coming out here. There's receipts stating, but there's archives of episodes, uh, tweets, all of it, which I have told everybody, keep it. Because what I'm going to do too, I'm going to keep it or screenshot it. And then when I'm correct. I'm at you like I did yesterday (laughs) when this guy said the Niners aren't going to build or the Niners build around the superior court or the superior prospect when, you know, you have such a small sample size and I'm like, okay. And then they trade him, and I find the tweet from like two months ago and I'm like, yeah, they did. (laughs) They really did. And the
1: funniest thing with that too is you remember when Niners fans were arguing who was going to be the starter Garoppolo or Trey Lance and now neither of them are fucking there. No, neither of them are there
0: because they both suck. But like, all right, speaking of crappy teams, we'll, we'll get to the Caleb Williams sweepstakes in a minute. Here is the starting wide receiver receiving core for the Jets. Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Hardman. Well, he'll be injured halfway through. I wouldn't be surprised he doesn't get hurt in a preseason game right now. Exactly, and then you've got Tyler Conklin as your starting tight end, and CJ Uzoma as your backup tight end. Billy Turner will obviously be playing meaningful snaps because, unfortunately, Makai Becton's probably going to get hurt again. I hope I'm wrong. I don't ever hope for anybody to get hurt. None of us do. But Makai hasn't played a full season to my knowledge, and I might be wrong. I, I just, I don't think he has either. But uh, yeah, I, I he I don't know if he has. I don't know if he hasn't. I, I,
1: I don't. If I give him credit though, he he worked himself back into shape because when he, oh, he absolutely with, did. I mean, not that I should talk, but you know, he was, he was one <laughs> heavy <laughs> fucking guy. And now it's like,
0: yeah, he he's a beast now. Yeah. He's never played a full season. He played 14 games in 2020 and one game in 2021. And like, dude, dude can be a ridiculous er, tackle. He'll be a fantastic tackle because cool. Uh Duan Brown, Lakin Tomlinson, Connor McGovern, Elijah Vera Tucker, Makai Becton as your starting or your front five. They're all right. Like it's not a bad front five, but it, it's not a... but they're all injury prone. Dwayne well, Brown, they... Yep. Barrett, Barrett Tucker. Tuckerman. Yep. Mikai Beckton, McGovern. I don't yeah. know how many snaps he played. Lakin Tomlinson. I don't remember how much he's played, but talk about another 49er. Um, I'll be interested to see what happens Uh, just because, God, look at that. The bulk of their run, only three, four guys in their starting offensive lineup, three of their 11 starting guys are homegrown talent. You got Mackay, you got Vera Tucker, and you've got Brees Hall, and you got Garrett Wilson, so four. You have four guys who are homegrown talent. Everybody else has been traded for. Yeah. Which is crazy. And then on the defense, it's about the same. You've got one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so you got five on the defense who are still, but just still. Let, it, not getting into that. That's semantics. I don't care about. Um. Anyways, Jets aren't winning ten games. They're not. And Rogers. Now that the media isn't going to worship the ground he walks on, there's. I can't wait to see some of the crap come out about him during the season. It's hilarious because I went to Target earlier today, right?
1: Mm -hmm. So I decided I'm gonna go out and steal a gear, head to toe, steal a hat, TJ Watt jersey, steal a flip flop without socks on because I don't get how people wear sandals with socks, but whatever. But regardless, so there's I'm walking down the uh, I'm walking down the beer aisle, just you know, I was like, ah, you know what, maybe I'll grab a couple for tonight, whatever. And there's this jet fan there, and he goes, "Oh, you guys are gonna suck this year?" I said, "Bro." don't make me have this fucking argument with you in the middle of the beer aisle because I'm about to just grab beer out of the cooler and just start opening them. I'll hand you one and we can have this argument until we're fucking shit-faced. They're not winning 10 games. They're going to go eight and nine. Rodgers at some point is going to throw everybody he can under the bus, including Nathaniel Hackett, including Robert Sala. He's going to throw everybody under the bus. It's going to happen. They're not winning more than I would even say seven games.
0: I'll give them at best the win nine at best, but they're not winning 10. They're
1: not winning the Monday Monday night game against Buffalo. There's just no way they're doing that. Unless Josh Allen, unless Josh Allen gets severely injured on like the first offensive drive, which again, we don't want to see, but
0: I got here. Here's your schedule. Week one, Buffalo loss. Dallas. When I'll give him a win. New England. When Kansas city loss, Denver. Well, Russ
1: is cooked. So I'll I'll give him a a win. win. And Dave will probably be eating hot dog sandwiches.
0: I love how he added us. He's like, (laughs) I got a bunch of sandwiches at the ball game with my family. I'm like, Oh, so they are sandwiches. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I, so, so when he sent that tweet I go okay but where's the picture and all of a sudden two seconds later there's his wife and his son eating hot dogs I'm like well there it is now the tweet makes fucking sense that was, was so hilarious to like it, 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 part of the three year anniversary show it was with them. Great. That, you, people sat there I actually got a message somebody goes you know you guys go down the rabbit hole he goes that show went off the fucking rails I was mm-hmm. like oh it did you had everything. Jersey Shore is—is is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, do you want to be a bull rider or a professional bowler? Like, oh my god! Well, that, here's sure. the
0: thing too. That's oh. that's the that's the part of the episode that can go off the rails because it's a lot of who's yeah. better or would you rather and it, it's all just fun. Like who who or uh, who's better, Mark Brunell or uh, Marky Mark? I'm like fucking Brunell. <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark Brunell, to my knowledge, not a racist. Allegedly, <laughs> don't sue me. Don't sue us. We're still not canceled yet. But let's get back. Philly, that's a loss. So you're three losses yep. already. Giants. That one could go either way, but I'm gonna. I'll give them the win there. Okay.
1: Chargers. Win. It, it, it's the Chargers. Keenan Allen or one of them is going to be hurt by that week. Raiders. Garoppolo is Rogers' kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So I am gonna I'm gonna go crazy. I'm gonna say the Raiders somehow pull it out with some last minute magic.
0: Okay. Buffalo again. Another loss. And
1: then goes your play. Yep. As, as long as Tua isn't in a wheelchair by then. Uh Miami wins it. You're at six. Atlanta. Well, that's a win for the Jets. Houston. That's another Jet win because Houston's in the middle of a rebuild, Miami again, another loss. Again, assuming two is not in a wheelchair or in a hospice somewhere at some point, which we don't want
0: to. Ooh, commanders are going to mess with some people. We could talk about Washington in a minute because I, I want to get into something. I got to give the commanders one. I got sure. if,
1: if this one thing happens, the commanders will win the game. Which will probably tie into what you want to talk about, hmm. JT.
0: Fair. So, we'll we'll call that eight, and then they got Cleveland and New England left. What are you thinking? Well, they'll be Cleveland because by that point, the Sean Watson will
1: be doing press conferences in his grandma's fucking moo-moo because you see that shirt he was wearing for the press conference today.
0: I didn't see it at all.
1: Oh my God. Th- th- this girl that I'm friends with on Fashion Twitter Week TV. recaps
0: with Jim and Garrett.
1: So he's wearing, <laughs> I, I can't even describe the shirt, but this girl that I follow on Twitter, uh, Alicia something, she's like, that's a shirt my grandmother would wear to go to the 7 Eleven to get a pack of Parliament cigarettes. Uh, let's when see you it. See the, when you see this shirt, it is atrocious, like his gameplay is. And I don't care, Cleveland fans. Come at me all day long. I'll find I'll it, I'll it on Twitter. I don't know where...
0: I'll, I'll tweet you back. I'll find it on Twitter at some point. I'm not worried about it. So, in the New England again, which I think they split. Uh well,
1: you know, of course we're gonna split because Taylor Swift's gonna be there in the stands and uh the girl gave out her performance in the rain and uh honestly I wish she was the quarterback because she's got more balls than Mac Jones.
0: She's better than Mac. She could she could throw a very tight spiral. She could probably throw this football damn near a quarter mile. <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, the Colts have Uncle Rico a
0: quarterback. That's a Gardner
1: Minchnew reminds me of Uncle Rico. I could throw that ball over them dang mountains.
0: Love Gar the best part about Gardner is he just leans into it. He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. So but did um you
1: actually see that in the pre- you see that in the preseason game where uh Anthony Richardson drives him down the field against Philly. I wonder what Aaron thought of this. And he does the fly eagle fly thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you see that? And he you see did. his response after it he's like listen, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'll be honest, I'm not Taking offense to it, the kid's just out yeah. there having fun. You know, yeah, he's trying. trying to prove, he's trying to uh, trying to prove himself. So if you're going to be one of those that goes at him, find something better to do with your life. Go with yeah. Deshaun Watson instead.
0: You won't see him in the Super Bowl, so don't worry about that. You I don't even think see- you could get. I don't think you can get to the Super Bowl with Cleveland and Madden. I think it's just like not allowed. Now I want to try. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't want to try. First thing I'm doing trading to Sean Watson. Um, but yeah, so you're looking at about eight or nine losses for the jets and that's just kind of, I'm, I'm with you. They're not winning 10 games. It's just not going to happen, but let's, let's wrap up Trey Lance. Cause I do want to get into one thing. How does this make Lynch look? Because I think it, it's, it's a wash because yeah, you gave up the kitchen sink to get your supposed era pair on a quarterback. And then you found, the diamond in the rough with Brock Purdy, but it's what you gave up is the issue. So for those who don't know, they gave up to get him. They gave up a 2021, 2022 and 2023 first round pick to move up to the number three pick in the draft, as well as a 2022 third round pick to the dolphins. So they can get up to their pick and take Trey Lance because they weren't going to do that, which I, we talked me and, I will give Lynch one thing he, he is his first season was an absolute masterclass in fleecing the draft. Do you remember when they, uh, that was the Mitch Trubisky draft when the bears yeah. were like, we'll give you everything. And he's like, all right, yeah, sure. Go ahead. We're going to take fucking Solomon Thomas. Anyways, <laughs> we're just going to take him anyways. Cool. Let's get some capital for next year. That way you can get your guy. We'll take the guy we wanted. So yeah. they, the, that's what the pick was. It turned into Trey Lance, but then they got Brock Purdy. For me, I think it's a wash because, it, but it's also what those picks could have turned into. So, here's the thing: no one really, obviously, no one knows what could have happened or no knows what would have happened, but those picks turned into the Eagles took the number twelve pick plus a fourth rounder and trade. Or Dolphins took that twelfth and a fourth and traded it to the Eagles to go to the number six pick which is when they took Jalen Waddle. Yep. The Eagles used that pick and traded it again with the third rounder from the Colts, from the Carson Wentz trade, who is the worst quarterback in North Dakota state history. Uh, apparently the only thing he can hit is a bear. I don't know if you saw that. And he posted a picture of him like, yep. look, I can shoot. And I'm like, oh my God, you can hit a target. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Waddle, great pick. 200 yards in the last two years. Fantastic. Eagles traded that to get Devonte Smith. Sorry, Devonte Smith has a 2,100 yards. Uh, Jalen Waddle has 2,300 yards. My apologies. So before you tweet at me or tweet at Jim, it's been corrected. Put the phone down. Um, <laughs> and then the Cowboys used the number 12 pick, which was the original pick from the 49ers to draft arguably one of the best pass rushers in this game at the moment which is Micah Parsons, Dallas. There's your com or your compliment. Now shut up. Uh, <laughs> 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 again, game recognizes game. Yeah. And that's, that's not me saying I'm, I'm, you know, an elite pass rusher. That's me saying that I, you know, I, I'm not blind if you're talented and you have the numbers to prove it. Cause there's two things I look at when it comes to the the value of a player. And Jim, I think you agree with me on this. Their are actual <laughs> personal statistics and if they're like a quarterback, they're win-loss record. Well, according to Cleveland Browns fans, stats don't matter. Stats absolutely matter. That's how you yeah. – oh, my
1: God. I I got into it again yeah. with another Browns fan, and this time it was over You know, Kenny Pickett versus Deshaun Watson. I'm like, dude, one's been in the league longer than the other. I'm like, what are you trying to fucking argue here?
0: That's how I, I like, felt. About the Antonio okay. Brown thing, when the Antonio yeah. Brown Jerry Rice debate, because that's how I was getting into this guy's like, well, you know, you're just looking at stats. I'm like, yeah, you <laughs> damn stats. right, I'm looking at stats because yeah. that's what that's was brought up in debate. the argument. <laughs> the stats is what we were arguing about. If, if,
1: if you don't bring up the stats, then the, then what is there to talk about? If exactly. Who people? Who people looking at each other, watching a wall while the paint dries.
0: Oh, let's not bring in stats. All right, cool. He's still a fucking Hall of Famer, multi-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, I'm pretty sure. And he also, you know, I don't know, has a couple NFL records. Just a few. Yeah, just just a couple. (laughs) I would even say if Jerry
1: Rice retired, then went into the Hall of Fame, and let's say you were allowed to come back and play again, he'd probably be in the Hall of Fame twice.
0: I literally... So there was, one, the one there was one guy, and he he. I will give him this. He got me. So I was reading this tweet, and it was because I I was. This was months ago. This I was geared up. I had like an hour. I had like a full day of downtime. I'm like, all right, let's go. So, speaking of which, um, one of the highlights of my Instagram life when I had Instagram, so I don't know if somebody did this on purpose or an accident. Or Jerry actually did it. Jerry Rice followed me on Instagram at one point. He didn't after like a month. I think he realized I, I wasn't who he thought I was. <laughs> it was probably an accident. But I clicked on it. And I'm just like, Jerry, no. And then I clicked on it. I was like, nah, this isn't real. And then I, was, I kept scrolling, like, this is fuck this is Jerry fucking rice. This is my childhood idol. This is Jerry Rice. So it's it, I played wide receiver. For football, so Jerry Rice was obviously my idol. I mean, it's it's fucking Jerry Rice. But we were going back and forth and looking yeah. at the guy, and this guy was like, "Look, if Jerry Rice were, he would never make a roster today. You know, he's not fast enough, he's not quick enough, and he's also sixty years old." I'm like, you fucking had me in the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, I'm over here course he's not gonna make the roster at
1: 60 years old.
0: Oh, no, that was it, it. Goes back to the dream team thing where when uh LeBron and some of the guys on the 2008 Olympic team were like, Yeah, we're better than the dream team, and Larry Bird was like, Yeah, we're all like 60. <laughs> I bet you are. And that was the thing. It's like, Yeah, of course, like he, he's 60 years old, 61 years old. Of course, he's not going to make the roster at 60. But I was reading that tweet, I'm like, I ain't gonna lie, you have me in the beginning. <laughs> I was ready, and I finished reading it, I'm like, Okay, he's just fucking with me. All right, we're good. But like, it, it's they also, it, dolphins also uses picks for Tyree Kill and Bradley Chubb. We've been trying to talk about this for like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, do you think the pick? Do you think? Uh, how do you think the Niners feel? I think the Niners, it, it's a net meh because yes, they gave up the kitchen sink to get who was supposed to be the heir apparent, but they found the heir apparent without having to give up anything. And who knows okay. who they would have picked at this time? It just it hindsight's always twenty twenty, and use having hindsight it looks bad. Okay. So I I get I I see both sides, but I mean there's no telling would they have drafted Jalen Waddle? Would they have drafted Devontae Smith? Would they have drafted Micah Parsons? We don't know. They definitely but you know.
1: Well, John Lynch isn't really that great at first round draft picks. If you notice, mm-mm. there's a lot of us Ruben Foster being one of them. Uh well. Obviously, uh, Nick Bosa obviously is a surefire hit, but now you don't even know if he's going to be there playing
0: week one because he's still out yep. with the whole contract dispute. I got to find it. Uh, Solomon Thomas and Ruben Foster, uh, not great. Solomon Thomas is okay. Um, didn't have a first-round pick in 2017. Let's see. Didn't have a. Oh, those are second round picks. I apologize. Let me try this again. 2017, Salma Thomas, Reuben Foster. 2018, Mike McGlinchy. Not a bad one. 2019, Nick Bosa. 2020, Javon Kinlaw and Brandon Ayuk. 2021, Travis. I- Ayuk was good. Kinlaw can be good.
1: I- yeah, so but I- they're already
0: claiming he's 50 50. I'll give him that. Salma Thomas wasn't first round pick worthy. And Ruben Foster, the only thing that makes that pick a good pick was that he fleeced Chicago completely. You know, while we're doing it, let's talk about who got fleeced, because the Giants fleeced the hell out of Arizona with that pick. A seventh, was it a seventh round pick for Isaiah Simmons?
1: Yep. Unbelievable. I gotta look at the Cardinals trades. Well, that's because Arizona is just gonna
0: fucking throw in the towel before the season even starts. So they are. I mean, so they they for Josh Jobs, which is fine, not terrible, but that also shows me they have no faith in Colt McCoy, which I understand. It's Colt McCoy, um, and that's not a shot at Colt McCoy, but there's a reason why he's a career backup. That's yeah. always the thing. Like it, it's even uh, well, even D Hop said it. He's like, look, like I love Colt, but Colt knows what he is. He's not Mahomes. He's not Brady. He's not, you know, Allen or Burrow or Tr- Lawrence or Herbert or, you know, Hertz. He's not a top 10 quarterback. He knows what he is or Rogers. So I'll, there you go, Jets fans. Now shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a top 10 quarterback and he knows that. Neither is Tannehill. I don't know why no. the hell he went there. Um, but you know, I the Dobbs one I understand because you don't know when Murray's going to come back. Yeah, um, and that crop looking like Tracy Morgan's character in The Longest Yard, with that con- <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> you know you like it, Brucey. <laughs> What's this talk about, backtrackle <laughs> <laughs> But like, all right. So when you got like they gave up on Isaiah Sevens, who was a number eight overall pick. And I don't think he failed. They didn't pick up his fifth year option, but he didn't want to play the linebacker anymore, which is fine. I get that he's a safety. Yeah. He was a defensive hybrid player who wants to play safety, and that's not a big deal. But what they did, trying to find the trade, where well, you know what it... Cardinals are going to say when they hear this, right? Hmm.
1: You got you talking about. We mean they're tanking. You started the tank in the fucking draft. You. you you're... Tra- Traded with Houston, but so now I did Houston get the second-best quarterback in the draft. They, get, they got more defensive players in the mm-hmm. draft, but Arizona could have got him, and you, in essence, could have replaced J.J. Watt, even though he wasn't a, a longtime Cardinal. But still, you could have got Will Anderson, and you traded the pick away. Better Why? replace Chandler
0: Jones, if you want to look at another but, defensive end, or outside but, linebacker, whatever you want to call him.
1: Because the Cardinals are – just as inept as the Browns.
0: Yep. And Phoenix fans will tell you that, but here's the thing. You traded arguably, and he, he is an athletic freak. I'll give him that. Yeah. And he didn't have the best production, but that's also like, look at, look at Asan Reddick, another guy, Arizona didn't know how to use. And then he goes oh. to Philly and he crushes. I think your team just doesn't know how to develop talent. <laughs> It's just where I'm at. It's like, look, look at. Okay, look, we we got
1: to look at this. All right, Arizona, Arizona must have Yankee scouts.
0: <laughs> they certainly have the same people making decisions on when to pull uh, players. <laughs> God, oh y'all, y'all finally won one. <laughs> yeah. Get it. yeah,
1: yeah. We win and then we lost today. We we could hit yesterday, can't hit today. It's the same old story. And it's funny because, um, what was it? They interviewed – oh, no, it was Jeff Nelson who was – I think it was either yesterday's game or today's game was commentating. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know, uh, like, you know, teams go through slumps. Players go through slumps. You know, it's not the end of the world. Okay, this slump's been going on, like, almost all fucking year now. When are we, the fan, entitled to actually get mad? Or does Jeff Nelson have to tell me when I could start doing rants on my show? Please. Yep. Please, you know what? I'm, I'm going to see if he has a Twitter. I'm going to personally message him and say, hey, is it okay that I, you know, did this four months ago, or should I delete those episodes and I could start now? Please let me know,
0: Jeff Nelson. Uh, look, look, okay, some some of the guys, so like DJ Humphreys did all right. I'm, I'm going back to the 2015 draft. I don't want to, we can keep, we can go to Deion Buchanan if you guys want to keep going there. We can. We really can if y'all want to, but we won't because there's some picks y'all have. I mean, you can't always miss. It's impossible to always miss. Robert Condici was a bust. Robert Condici is the prime example of everything I fucking preach to all these people getting hyped about all these kids coming out of college. He's going to be the next big thing. He's let me do the voice or he's going to be the next big thing. He's he he's the best whatever since JJ won. He's the next Aaron Donald. He's he's the next Tom Brady. You don't know the list of players who have dominated in high school and college is Way longer than the list of people who, the, the list yep. of people who have done that, let me correct myself, the list of people who have dominated in high school and college and sucked when they got to the league is so is infinitely longer than the list of people who dominated in college and high school and succeeded in the league. Because you can be a physical god, you can have all the tools, you can be the next big thing, and then you can be Ryan Lee. You could be, you know, the or next. You Sam Bradford. Yeah, you could be Sam Bradford. You can be Robert Kimbici. You can be, you know, Solomon Thomas. You can be, uh, let's, you could be Taven Bryan. Let's pick on some Jags players. You could be Taven Bryan. You can be, uh, you can be Blaine Gabbard or Luke Jokel. Or you, there's so, guys who what? are supposed to be the next, Jamarcus Russell. Guys who are supposed, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> it's like the list keeps going. <laughs> it, it, Johnny Man. I loved that video where it's like, I didn't watch tape. Dog, we know. <laughs> hey, we we assumed, but you just guaranteed it. Like that, like we could tell. It was one of those things where you're like, there's no way this dude even watches film. And then he comes out years later, yeah, I never watched film. Yeah, that tracks. But like, so yeah. you got guys like, you know, DJ Humphries did fine, but you got Robert Kendici was a bust. Uh, Buddha Bakers did great. Hassan Reddick, you didn't know how to use him. And then he goes to Philly right. and crushes. Cr- Josh Rosen, bust. Christian Kirk, didn't know how to use him. Thank you. He now has his first 1,000-yard season in Jacksonville. Um, Byron Murphy, solid. Andy Isabella, you spent a second-round pick on him, and I don't even know if he's on the team anymore. Um, no, he's
1: with Buffalo now.
0: Yeah. Josh Jones, uh, you traded him and Isaiah Simmons. Good job. Um, Zaven Collins is still on the team. Rondell Moore never really did anything. The shoe thrower himself, Marco Wilson. Um, who said he'd do it again, which is insane to me. I hope he was kidding. But, I mean, he's been all right. Trey McBride, I don't know enough yet. Uh, I, I don't know enough about this. Brown. The, yeah, I don't know enough about the people who played last year. But then you've got the draft this year. Paris Johnson could be great. B.J. O'Jolari could be good. Um, it, it's... You're not good at developing talent. <laughs> <It's Okay>. like, <laughs> And then you traded away. So you traded away, a seventh-round pick for Isaiah Simmons, which, again, he didn't have the best statistical career. Probably the first to admit it. Like, let's pull up his numbers right now. Uh, he's played 50 games in his career. He's only had seven and a half sacks, seven forced fumbles, and 181 tackles. Not great. Four interceptions, not great. One touchdown, not great. 16 passes deflected, not great. So he's only played 3 yep. years and those aren't great numbers. So again, but it's also he only played he started 7, or he played 50 games, but he started 7 in 2020, all 17 in 2021 and he started 13 in 2022. So I it he didn't he didn't do great. Uh, it, it's it is what it is. Honestly, Good. his best year was probably in 2021 when he played the whole year, he had 105 tackles, 4 TFLs, uh, and yeah, I mean, that, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Let's see if I can pull up sack numbers. I can't, I don't care. Um, but it's, he, he's not a lost cause yet. So the no. giants got either their new starting defensive guy. I don't know where he's going to play. Um, if he's going to play a linebacker safety, whatever, I don't know. I don't know where he's going to play, but the giants just got a great player who is looking to turn his year turn his career around. And Josh Jones was the other guy. Like, why would you trade him away instead of developing him? He's 26 years old. You know, he didn't start. Or sorry, he started 21 games for the Cardinals over the past two seasons, both guard and tackle, uh, including when they started 7-0. and So he was starting during that 7-0 and stretch. In the last year of his rookie deal, he's not slated to start the season at either tackle position. D.G. Humphreys has gotten it together, and Paris Johnson is supposed to be the next right tackle. So they'd have to pay him the market rate to keep him. as a starting tackle, or a backup tackle, or just move him into guard. I don't know why you wouldn't move him into guard, um, but I also know Arizona's depth chart off the top of my head. I, mm-hmm. You're tanking. You're tanking. You just traded two of your promising rookies. What do they even trade him for? What do they trade bar- barrel picks? What did
1: they trade Josh Jones for? And the thing people have to realize, too, every franchise has bust picks. They went to Houston. <laughs>
0: They, they sent more picks to Houston.
1: <laughs> oh, he was so dumb. Houston's got so much draft capital now, it is for him. Like Houston's doing what New England does every year, where they you know, they, they just keep getting draft capital that they can use to trade further down to get guys that will fit their system. So listen, you
0: can't talk to me. No, you can't knock it. But the thing with it is, so and then they traded for Josh Dobbs, which with that pick it says to me one of two things: either Kyler, you're you're looking for a quarterback who can win you a couple games, or Kyler's looking to come back. Um, what well, Kyler's if, not playing, he may not play this year, which is the rumor going around. There's no proof of that. It's like the same thing that I kept seeing from people about Jonathan Taylor, like he failed a physical. I'm like, I can't find anybody outside of one fucking dude who was saying that. Yeah. Then I, I dug, but it says you know he may not play, he may be done, his career may be over. I don't know, like, and none of us know this. But the thing with me that that, that gets me about the Kyler Murray situation: you're clearly tanking, and you're doing it for one of two reasons: either you don't view Kyler as a quarterback in the future, which you shouldn't, um, because he hasn't finished a season in a long time. I don't no. know if he's ever finished a season. And then I got to find this. Yeah, let's pull it up, too. Let, I feel like uh, what, what, what is it? Do you, Jamie from the Joe Rogan show. I, there's the guy with a fucking keyboard who just types in everything and finds the answers. What I feel like right now. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not watch Joe Rogan or listen to it. I, I used to. And then it just got weirder and weirder and weirder. I'm like, I'm out. Can't no. do this, man. But he is a career record. I never, I, never never, I never listened to Joe Rogan. Never. So he was I on pace. Say. If he hadn't torn his ACL, he was on pace. He only played 11 games. He was on pace for another 10 to 12 interception year. He, have, he throws about anywhere from 10 to 12 interceptions a season. Um, and then anywhere from 20 to 26 touchdowns a season. Not bad at all. Uh, 66% completion percentage. Yeah. Um, here's where he loses me. His win-loss record, he is 25-31-1. This is why I look at both stats. I look at both stats for a quarterback because you were in charge of the game. You're in charge of your win-loss record. And you, believe it or not, Zach Wilson, you are in charge of moving the ball down the field. That was the dumbest thing I've ever heard anybody ever say. You know, I don't feel responsible for, you know, not, it's not, not my fault we didn't move the ball. Yes, it is. No. <laughs> It is your fault. Yeah. It's not 100% your fault, but it's like 85. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. it, the coach yeah. could be like, call yeah. this. Yeah. And you could look at it and be like, no, we're not doing that. And then you change play. You could change play in the huddle. Rodgers would do that when McCarthy was coach, when McCarthy's like, run this. And Rodgers' like, no, fuck that. We're doing this. Or same thing yeah. with Brady. Brady would do it. Like, a lot of the greats would be like, no, I know better than you. Like, I know what they're doing. I've got to feel it. like, hey, shut up. I got this, which is fine. Yeah. But it, it's 25, 31 on one career record. So is a losing career record. And he's making stupid money. I don't know what his contract breakdown is. I would either restructure him and trade him or ship him off. Because that makes it look, this. it looks to me like Arizona is waiting to see what's going to happen with his career. Waiting to see if he's going to come back. And they have a guy, they got Josh Dobbs and a seventh round pick for a fifth round pick next year. I, I don't know why he traded a fifth round pick for Dobbs, you could have just waited till you know, the, the Monday after the preseason games when everybody gets cut, yeah. <laughs> just picked him up off of waivers because they weren't going to keep him because they have DTR on the roster. But again, not the point. Or the Titans may do stupid things like the Titans always do and cut Malik Willis, who is actually currently leading the league in passing yards, even though it's preseason. Ooh. He's better than Levis. I don't care what you say, Browns fans, or Browns fans. Same same team, different division. I don't care what you say. It is mid-quarterback, fantastic running back, good defense, and they can't put it together. The Titans are the Browns of the AFC South. (laughs) You did it. We found your home.
1: The Tennessee Browns. Browns. They should
0: just combine at this point. They're like, oh, well, we've been to more. How many Super Bowls have Jags been to? None. You're right. How many Super Bowls has Tennessee been to? One, you lost it. To the Rams. That was the Kurt Warner Rams. Uh, You lost it to the greatest show on turf, which is your fault. Um, So if you're, and you haven't been back since, you haven't been close since. So stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop stop it. Get some help. (laughs) But it's to me, this makes it look, and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I think Dobbs is at a point where. He could win them a couple games. He could win them enough games to to. He's he's going to be this team's Jeff Saturday, if he doesn't, you know, if if Kyler doesn't play, he'll be the quarterback version of Jeff Saturday. To where he comes in, he'll win you two or three somehow, and then you guys get Caleb Williams next year.
1: Well, the thing with Dobbs is that people don't realize. And I know firsthand from him being with Pittsburgh, he's a very smart kid. Yeah. Like he knows, he knows a lot more than people think. And that's because he spent a lot of his time in Pittsburgh on the bench, obviously Mm -hmm. behind Roethlisberger and the countless other backups that have come, come and gone through there. And he would sometimes even draw up a play for Ben on the sideline. He'd be like, listen, you know, Fickner wants you to do this. No, 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 no. They're running this defense, run this play. Ben goes out there and runs it, and guess what? It works. Dobbs is a game manager. He's an aerospace
0: engineer, too. He's brilliant. Yeah. But like
1: he's a game managing type quarterback where he's not gonna throw for three, four hundred yards. You know, he'll scramble to get you a first down, but he's gonna he's gonna manage the game to his tempo. He's not gonna He's not going to force anything. He's not going to, you know, be the sexy quarterback out there like Hurts, Lamar. No, I'm you know, win your games. He's... Yeah, but he'll win you two, three, maybe four at best. And if you're Arizona, don't win any, and you'll definitely get Khalid Williams in. Khalid Williams, I will give him credit for this. So you know the new NCAA games coming out? Yeah. He will not let them use his name because they offer him like $500. He was when the game comes out. I'm not even going to be. In, I'm not even going to be in college anymore. So why the fuck am I going to let you use my name?
0: Well, that's also kind of the thing. He's not. But the other thing too is he's not going to be in the game because when the game comes out, he's going to be out of college and it'll be for next year's players. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, yeah, that's and that's the one. Look, I'm. I've said it a thousand times. I say it a thousand more times. I am never against you getting your money. Nope. totally fine. I get it. And there should be a small percentage of that game. There should be a percentage of money that that game sales give you. That you can do. Here's the thing, though, that a lot of people forget. You can make rosters in that game. Mm. Meaning, I just put you in it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I just put you in it. You're not going to be, but I just put you in it. So, I mean, it's, I get it. I understand. Um, also, I, I do want to shout out my uh, my Jaguars right now for, again, I know it's preseason, but we are smoking that Dolphins pack right now, uh, 31 to 12. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence looked good. Bethard looked, de- Bethard's looking decent. Uh, Ridley looks good. Ridley looks great this year. Yeah, uh, And that's just, yeah.
1: Speaking of preseason, th- this is the thing. I don't know if you watched the, the Monday night game. I That's Commandos what I
0: wanted to get into because I listened to your episode and I wanted to talk about this because right. we, we disagree on this. So, I don't know why it was, like, I don't know why
1: the commanders are celebrating this. Like, what's the big deal? You literally put your player, your first stringers out there to risk injury. And Terry McLaurin wound up getting hurt, I think, towards the end of that game anyway. Where now, I don't know if he's going to be there week one. It might just be something minor, and it's like a week to heal up, whatever it is. But for Joe to run around there throwing up L's like they just won the fucking Super Bowl. That's such a Cleveland Brown thing to do to me. And I know Ravens fans, like my buddy Brandon's a huge Raven fan. And he's like, because we were bullshitting on Instagram. And one of the topics we were talking about was Zay Flowers. So where I said, you know, Zay Flowers to me is an undersized wide receiver, but he utilizes it to his advantage.
0: Yeah. He can be that, he, he can be that guy. And that's the thing is you can he could be a Steve Smith. You could be an undersized receiver yep. as long as you can take a hit, get open, and make a catch. That's the thing I'm
1: afraid of, because his build, he's a little thin. He'll be all right. But, you know, again, they got a weight room. Put
0: 10 to 15 pounds of muscle on, and he'll be fine. He'll be all right. And here's my thing. I I know it's preseason. I know it doesn't count. But if it doesn't count for something, why the hell are we keeping track of that record? If it doesn't count for anything, then why, why are we keeping track of that record? Why are we... Well, which the the twenty four well, game leads, record.
1: Well, it leads to this too. So, you know, everybody obviously, you know, Pittsburgh's going to suck. Preseason's going to prove it. So, Kenny Pickett has a a remarkable preseason. I understand. Yeah. You know, you're playing against second stringers, third stringers, guys that are going to be doing overnight grocery packing at Stop and Shop next week, right? Mm-hmm. I I get all that, but isn't this the purpose of preseason? It is the purpose it's it is. to get ready for the regular season and gauge where everybody's going to be.
0: Sam Howe, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't he only play through the first half? I believe so. So what they're probably trying to do, and this is why, so I I, I love Riverboat Ron, and this is why I'm defending Washington on this one. It, it's it's a culture thing. It's the enemy wanting to get more play calls under his belt with some of his ones. I get that. It's giving Sam Howell more confidence against a team, and yeah, you went against a lot of twos and threes, but it's giving them more confidence, and it's a fucking win. It does it count for anything? No, but if it if it it counts for something, and the reason why I think it counts for something because if this truly didn't matter, does it matter the grand scheme of things? No, but we still keep track of wins and losses in the preseason. Yeah, we still keep track of records. Like they went on a twenty four game, you know, winning streak. Fucking cool. Does it win what? a Super Bowl or a playoff game? No, but it it's also it it's a bragging right. It, it's something that this young team that has a new owner and a new, you know quarterback at the helm of the team who is looking to prove himself, I'm not going to call this a signature win because it's not. No. but it gives this young team that's been the 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 dumpster or in the basement of the of their division for the last Lord knows how long. It it gives them something to hang their hat on, and that's why I'm 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 for it, and it's the reason.
1: I can w- see it from a team, if it from I I see what you're saying from like uh, it gives them
0: a bit more of a team morality kind of yeah. in a way. And did they go a little far with some of the celebrations? Sure, because I mean, yeah, it's preseason, but also what that means is every guy who is celebrating like that is something that I've said it for weeks now. These are guys who hate to lose. And that's what I want on my team. I, I want guys who hate to lose. Like, even if it's preseason, like, yeah, it's fucking preseason, who cares? I, I, I'm, it doesn't matter to me. This doesn't affect us. You know, when the season starts, we're all zero, zero. Correct. However, it'd be really fucking cool to go three, and zero in the preseason. <laughs> 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 that doesn't mean I don't want to try. So like that, cool. that's where I'm at with it. So like it, I understand where you and a lot of the people are coming from, where it's like it's preseason, who cares? Why are you celebrating this? You know, you you look like a loser. All right, fine, whatever. But also look at it from a team building perspective, from a, you know, team morality perspective from this rookie, not rookie quarterback, but Sam Howe didn't really play at all last year. So he's basically coming into the season with, you know, little to no starts under his belt versus ones, twos, or threes. And it shows him, hey, kid, you can do this. And I'm not worried about sure. Brian Robinson getting hurt. Dude got shot and came back quicker than Michael Thomas has for the same toe injury he's had since dinosaurs walked the frickin' earth. <laughs> it, it's it, That's my favorite. All the Saints are, Cor is going to throw to uh, Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. I'm like, no, I'll throw to one of them. Because <laughs> <laughs> Thomas won't play. He hasn't played in a very long time. He hasn't played a season, a full season. And I don't even know how long. But like, It's got to be three years now. He hasn't played a full season since he got that stupid contract. So like my, my thing with it is I get it. I I get wanting to give that signature win. I want, you know, the enemy to kind of have like that. Yeah, we can do this, but it's also a lot of people play their starters through week two. And if they, it's, they do this one of two ways, either they play a lot of their starters through a lot more time in week two to develop that chemistry and make sure they're good, see what they have. And then week three, they just let the twos and threes and fours play to see who's going to make the final cut. Whereas other guys, like what the Jaguars did, we knew we, what we had depth wise for teams that are rebuilding. It's a good way to see what you have. Yeah. So you let them play a lot in week two, play up to the first half, third, fourth quarter, bench them, sit them, let them relax. For the guys, when you know what you have, you let them build up that chemistry in week three because there's a lot of ones and twos, or there's a lot of twos and threes playing, who are trying to fight to make the team. But you also want to build up that, and, and a lot of them are going to. But you're going to build up that chemistry with your ones going into week one. So I I see both sides, and I, I get it from that perspective. So for the the commanders who are a rebuilding team, don't tell me you're not. <laughs> don't tell me you took a court. If you take a quarterback in the first two rounds or first three rounds. And you're rebuilding. Like Heineke, great. I love Heineke. Heineke's not a starting quarterback. He's not a. He's no. not a. Well, he's also in Atlanta now. Yeah, he's in Atlanta now. But Brissett, love Brissett. He's a Florida kid, and then he went NC State. Love Brissett. Brissett's not a starter. He's a placeholder. And then you've got Good. who else is on their team? I got. I got to pull it pulled up right here. Uh, Jake Fromm. No, <laughs> there's a reason Jake Fromm has never started. Um, and maybe he has started one game for a, a quarter. I don't. I can care. Don't don't tweet at me. Don't DM Jim and delete your account. We don't care. Um <laughs> Sam Howell's the guy, and you wanna give him, you know, you wanna give him stuff with the ones. And if I remember correctly, I think McLaurin's fine. I could maybe. Yeah. I'll, i I know it's turf toe. Well Which, Michael Thomas had turf toe and it's kept. Well, and I for- know, I know, I know. And, and turf toe with well, Julio Jones had turf toe. I've had turf toe. It doesn't feel good. This is not me, especially when your position involves you to cut on it. Like I, I understand I'm not minimizing the inner or the injury, but it's not like he blew out his Achilles. No. You know, maybe he hope he probably won't play this weekend. Because when does Washington play? Are they playing now? No, Washington played. Didn't he play last night. I, think? I don't think. Oh, know. they have so many on at the same friggin' time now. Uh, they played today, and I, if I remember correctly, oh, yeah, exactly. they played Cincinnati. Yeah, if just to pull, they played as of recording this. So if we pull it up, so here's the recap: McLaurin didn't play. Uh, the group worked with Jacoby Brissett all week. Dax Milne and those guys are playing. So it's clear that, you know, who cares? The ones didn't play. McClure wasn't going to play anyways. But now the ones haven't played. Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Here it is. Here's the breakdown for the commanders. Jake Fromm and Brissett split time. Uh, Here's all your receivers. Not a single starter played. Mitchell Tinsley, Bryson Tremaine, Derek Gore. Is that Frank's kid? I don't know. Brandon Dillon, Cole Turner, Byron Pringle, Kyrick McGowan, Dax Milne, Deami Brown, Curtis Hodges, Jonathan Williams, Alex Arma, and Marcus Kemp. Not a single starter on that list. They weren't going to play tonight them. anyways. Yeah, they weren't going to yeah, play in tonight anyways. <laughs> yeah, they weren't going to play in tonight anyways. That's what I was saying. So week two. You try to build up, you know, see who's there. You know who you're going to keep, and you know who you're not amongst your starters. And then week three, let let the let the threes play, let the twos and the threes play, and let them duke it out and see who's going to win. See let them fight for a roster spot. That's what they did, and that's why I have no issue with them playing the starters as long as he did. McLaurin will be fine. He's got two weeks of rest. He's probably not walking on it, and they've got a regiment. I would assume Washington's training staff is better than the Chargers, so they're not going to stab him. He'll be fine. Damn. Um. So, th- like, that's he'll be fine. Like, let us not worry about this. I I think it's it was a lot of a lot of talk for for something that is in the grand scheme of football just so menial. And there's going to be people like that's why we're saying they shouldn't be celebrating, dude. It's a team win. Let the starters were jelly. Let them have it. Shut up. It, it this group of people, the same people who complain about, you know, they, we can't say Merry Christmas anymore. Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's easy. You ready? Merry Christmas. (gasps) (gasps) But it's also, but I I get the other side. Happy holidays is easier. Who cares? If this is how your day is ruined, look in the mirror, man. (laughs) Look in the mirror. That's
1: why I say to Browns fans when they're like, oh, well, you know, because it's always going to be the argument with the Browns and the Steelers family. Mm -hmm. So they're sitting there and they go, oh, wow, Kenny Pickett went four for four, but he's throwing against threes and fours. Okay, but go back to the Buffalo game on on the second touchdown of the drive when he throws a complete fucking laser to friggin' Pre- to Fryermuth. uh between who? Oh, yeah, Matt Milano and uh, friggin' Jordan Poyer, who is supposed to be Buffalo's two best defensive players. Where's Watson thrown a laser anywhere since he's gotten to Cleveland? Other than maybe a laser point or two. I want to go to that massage parlor right there.
0: Other than that. Playing laser tag.
1: Done. And that too. But in pre- it, I listen, it's preseason. I get it. Especially for Watson. He's trying to work out all the rust. But that should have already been done when you were suspended. You should have been mimicking throwing moves and all that stuff. And we discussed that weeks ago. People, and it's not just Cleveland Browns fans. It's the sports media. They want mm-hmm. to discredit Pittsburgh all they can. And you see it. With even the rankings, I don't know if you've seen this. This Adam Rank douchebag, who he has Pittsburgh in the cellar, and he has
0: you guys only winning nine games. And I was like, Oh, "Oh I'm familiar. Trust me, I'm from. Look, I was like, if anybody's familiar with getting slept on, it's us. We won the AFC champ. We went to the AFC championship game back in 2017, and rightfully so we got slept off of that one because that team did it, Todd wash was a wash of a defensive coordinator. He had one good year changed nothing. And then everybody figured out his fucking scheme. He's an idiot. Um, it, It's yeah. It, Adam rank is just dumb.
1: I think he blocked me because I frigging commented on it. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. I said, you're on the level of Chris Sims. You two should not be doing any rankings. Of any sort, your last name is rank. You should be good at it, <laughs> you're not. You're a jerk off. It, oh, I, I, oh, I can't. The other I, thing, though, the other thing, though, that I do want to get into because we discussed this last night and we've
0: discussed it at length. So, obviously, mm. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Where I, do you I do? I will give Adam Rank one thing I do love his ranking of the Tennessee Titans only winning four games. I do like that. Okay
1: so, okay, so Adam Rank, if you listen,
0: you can unblock me. You did one thing right. Congratulations. You, you can't win them all. Jaguars, Merry Christmas. Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars will win nine games. will also win 10 and 11 and 12. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, let's go
1: into Jonathan actually, Taylor. Actually, actually, well, actually, before that, pull up the Jaguar schedule, and I'll tell you how many they'll win and how many they'll lose.
0: Obviously, you already know I'm picking the Steelers to win against you, Oh, guys. I know. That's fine. We'll live. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. We're going to be fine. And there's one that I have to preface because it it, it it does matter. So week one, we are playing Anthony Richardson. Or Sorry, we're playing – that's preseason, my bad. Week one at Indy, Anthony Richardson's first game as a full-time starter. That's an automatic win for you guys. Chiefs in Jacksonville week two, and that's September heat.
1: That one's a close one, but I'm going to say – and people are going to call me crazy, I think you guys somehow pull out. and it's not I do, too. We, it's not just because we do this show together and people feel like I have to say it. No, it's just Jacksonville players are used to playing in Jacksonville heat. Patrick Mahomes is used to playing in colder weather. And there's going to be people who like, what, well, I, don't know what, I don't know what the temperatures are in Kansas City in, in September, and nor do I really care. This is not a weather show. We're not doing that. <laughs> yeah sorry my fucking sam champion from abc 7 news you know and now with the weather it's gonna be a a musk 85 degrees in kansas city no i'm not doing that i think you guys win it it's gonna be a close game don't get me wrong but i Mm -hmm. think it comes down to honestly and this isn't the nfl script writers like emailing me anything i think it comes down to a
0: i think it comes down to a field goal at the end i think you're right and i think this is revenge too for last year yeah so I think that's fine. Uh, Houston comes to us week three. Oh. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Houston's done after the first quarter. i throw in the towel.
0: Falcons in London.
1: Falcons are in a rebuild. So now nah, you guys win that one too.
0: Buffalo in London.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Here's why I say us. And there's a lot of people who are going to be, you know, like, Oh, you're just a homer. Yeah, you're right. I'm pulling for the, my team. But also, we'll now have... Been, and here's something that everybody's going to forget. Buffalo won't be coming off a of bye week. No. So they're coming in to London and having to adapt to that sleep thing. will have been there for a week already. Yeah. And that, I feel like, is something that's going to be severely underrated in this whole thing. But we got Buffalo. What do you got? You got us winning or losing. I got to go Jacksonville on it. All right. Indy comes to us in Jacksonville. Oh, serious sweep. Saints. Fucking Derek Hall. Well, Michael Thomas won't be playing, so you guys. This is one that I actually have us losing. Because I'm I'm with you on all these games so far. So we start out 6-0. And we're going to lose one that we're not supposed to lose. That's why I got yeah, us well, losing this one. It's probably a trap team. Pittsburgh, we're going to split on this one. Uh, You know where <laughs> I stand. I know where you stand. We can skip that one. Then we go into the bye week. Then we get the Niners. That's one you should win, but you'll probably lose. Let me see what I had us doing, because I had this saved. That, of course, assuming if Brock Purdy can yep. stay healthy for six weeks. I have us losing that, too. Then we got our first round with Tennessee. Well, it
1: depends who's starting by then. Because it can't be friggin' mayo, boy, that's for sure.
0: He got his lifetime supply of coffee, Kramer. (laughs) That was –
1: oh, my God. I saw that whole thing because they they had it on Instagram. And, oh, my God, I wanted to vomit. I saw it at work, and I'm showing everybody. And and, uh, the guy who works with me, he goes, who the fuck puts mayo in coffee? So I was like, no, 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 it gets better. I go, he eats bananas with the peel on it. He goes, somebody needs to shoot this fucking kid in the head with a fucking common sense fucking stun gun. <laughs> uh, but you, but you guys beat Tennessee because the only thing they have is really don't listen. Don't give me frigging DeAndre Hopkins if you're a Titans fan. Don't because no, you have not Tannehill the- throwing to him. him. Yeah, and
0: Tannehill will overthrow him by 900 yards. And you have so. no offensive line. Yeah. Well, how does Derrick Henry rush for so many yards? Because Derrick Henry's a fucking anomaly and a monster. Dude's yeah. a tank. He also gets almost 300 carries a year, so he's bound to rush for 1,000 yards. All right, Cincy. Yeah. Or Sorry, we got at Houston. At Houston, you guys win that one. Cincinnati. On Monday night. Burrow will be back by then. That one, you guys lose. All right. Week 14, your favorite team in the whole wide world. Oh, oh Cleveland?
1: Yeah. Oh. oh, God. I would fucking bet. i bet the house, the car. I would bet TVs. I'd even freaking bet my own kid. Jacksonville.
0: Fuck you, Cleveland. You ain't going to win shit. Week 15, Baltimore. That's a tough one. We beat him with Lamar last year. That's why I think we got this one. I got to go.
1: So you're going later into the year now. And you got to factor in. What injuries. injuries gonna... Yep. Uh, that point, you know, it is OJ healthy. All right. I got to go Baltimore on that one. I It's just. All right. Tampa. <laughs> in Tampa. ha <laughs> You guys hold day.
0: Carolina. You guys again. Tennessee. Another sweep. So we have us both at 12 and four. I have us beating Baltimore, but I also have us losing to Tennessee at the end of the (laughs) season. And here's why. We need to rest the starters for the playoffs. (laughs) Rest the ones for the playoffs. All right, well, let's get to Jonathan Taylor and wrap it up because I think we're definitely over an hour at this point. Most of our shows are, but I think we're over an hour at this point for sure. Where do you think he goes? Well, obviously – Do you think he stays or do you think he gets traded? I think he – honestly, with what
1: Indy's going to want, I think he winds up staying. Miami, obviously, is the preferred destination. Mm -hmm. But what Miami, and I discussed it last night, Miami should really kind of – they shouldn't get into the Jonathan Taylor sweepstakes, and this is why. Because you may need that draft capital to replace Mm -hmm. Tua. Because Tua is a hit away. And listen, I'm not making fun of him. So anybody thinks that, like, we're taking shots at him or, like, the whole wheelchair thing, this kid is a hit away. If you look at his injury history since Alabama, this kid is a hit away from either being, you know – physically unable to play anymore or mentally unable to comprehend anything because it's going to take only one hit and, he, and his career is done. He's got so Westbrook brains. So Miami should stay out of the sweepstakes
0: mm-hmm.
1: and skip the draft capital to either trade to get a quarterback to, in essence, replace Tua. Philadelphia is another one that's strongly pursuing it. But and this is a team that nobody has even put on the map yet. And the radar, it was my dark horse team, the Vikings.
0: Yep, I can see that.
1: You, you got a veteran quarterback in Kirk, which, by the way, you see that fucking Fu Manchu Hulk Hogan stash he's got now?
0: I love it. I, look, I take shots at Kirk all the day. I, lo- I As a player, as a person, I love Kirk Cousins. He's yeah. great. He's a great guy. I, I love. I love what he's doing on and off the field. Statistically, Kirk is a great quarterback. I got nothing but love for Kirk. As long as it's before four thirty, yep. Then I, a I, it's a coin flip. But I'm with you. I think Vikings are definitely an obvious suitor. Um, I think Eman Viking... had an
1: Eman had an interesting one too last night. Hmm. The Commanders.
0: No they won't do it
1: they won't do because, it because because Brian Robinson and Gibson they're they're decent but they can't produce what Jonathan Taylor can produce
0: no but I I the only way that works is if they trade and here here's the thing there are people saying Philly the only way that happens is if they also trade DeAndre Swift or yeah. and that's the same way I feel about um Do we just that's? I they'd have to trade Robinson, they would have to trade Robinson, they would have to trade a running back plus capital, which I don't see them doing. So, Philly's out. Um, I think Miami's in just because it's Miami. Um, I think Baltimore could potentially do it. You You trade JK Dobbins in a pick. Well, you know, Indy's going to want a lot more than than that. They're going to want well, like uh, you, they're going to want they're a running. Gonna, they're going to want picks.
1: Yeah, they're going to want at least two first rounders, probably a second, a third, maybe a fourth. You, 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 friggin' Jimmer said he's going to ask for the moon and back, and he's going to want that team to fund uh, the Free Willy remake with him in it. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> Indy can't ask the world for Taylor, and here's why: because it, it's it's the market. That's the debate you can make. If the market yes. dictates X amount of whatever the hell, then why should I give you everything for this guy? It's yes. Just a running back. Why should I give everything for this guy? Like why do you want everything? You clearly value this kid, so I can either do that or I can wait next year until he's a free agent, and then I can do whatever I want. So yes. like that, or if he's not a free agent next year, he is the year after that. I don't know if somebody's picked up his fifth year option yet or not. Um, did they pick up his fifth year option last year? Because it would have had to be this year.
1: I think they they had to have, but, but it's Jim Ursay. He just, you know, he thinks all crazy, you know, because that's just Jim Ursay and he, he's going to feel that, well, you know, if you want Taylor that bad, then you should be willing
0: to overpay me for it.
1: And again, the market dictates.
0: Not oh, over- that's right. He doesn't have a fifth-year option, so next year he's a free agent because he wasn't taken to the first round. He was taken to the second round. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. So he, so and that's why I don't think they can ask a king's ransom for the cat because their teams are going to be like, cool. I just wait till next year because he's clearly not happy. And if you don't sign him to a deal, he's not resigning with you. No, he'll sit out for the year, stay healthy. He does what uh, Thomason did uh with the Niners, just wait. So, I think Baltimore could do it. Miami could potentially do it. Um, I don't want to see it. I really don't want to see it. Kansas City. The reason I why I don't want to see it is be- and also why I don't think it's going to happen. They'd have to give up. Again, it's another team where they'd have to give up running back plus picks, which I don't yes. see them doing. So uh, they'd probably give up Pacheco because he's not a receiving back and they'd keep jet or they'd give up. They're, they're not going to give up Edwards Hilaire because he's not worth giving up. Um, no, <laughs> like, that was cold. Um, <laughs> he's not worth, no, the, picks. He's not true. worth true. the picks. He's not worth the picks. No, he's not worth the not picks. Helping. Yeah. They're probably not giving up Pacheco and they're not giving up jet. So they would have to give up Pacheco for Jonathan Taylor because Andy Reed likes three down backs and, and is- he's not a three-down back. That's where you have McKinnon. But yeah. I, that is a dark horse that's on a different planet. I, I think that the teams that make the most sense are Philly if they're willing to trade DeAndre Swift or Baltimore. There's people saying New England. I don't see that. No, we, then we, you'd have to get of, you'd have to get rid of Zeke. Yeah, you'd have to get rid of Zeke. I, I see Baltimore because J.K. is not healthy. And well, yeah, no, that's he's back he, J.K. Dobbins isn't healthy He's never finished a full season Well, he's healthy-ish right now True
1: Emphasis healthy-ish But we'll see by week one Fair
0: enough Fair enough Is that And the I other could... thing is Josh, Josh Jacobs signed today too which is... Yeah, I saw that One year, $12 million I mean, that makes sense I get it This is a prove I... it I think that I think these running backs are learning from the Le'Veon Bell situation. They're signing the one year prove it deals and they're going to earn their money and then they're going to get the big contracts after that. Because, I mean, if you look at Zeke, if you look at Gurley and you look at some of the other running backs didn't pan out, which I understand. But then you look at McCaffrey and it's panning out like it's that's the thing with any big contract. It's hit or miss. You don't know. Nick Foles fucking trust me. I know Nick Foles didn't work out. (laughs) But then you look at guy, you look at Sam Bradford, you look at Matt Stafford. Stafford got you a ring, but he hasn't got you anything since. Nope. Outside of a reason why Alan Robinson wanted to leave, because you you wouldn't throw to him for some reason because you only look at Cooper Cup. Um, yes. which great, great receiver, sure. You don't spread the field, you're not going to play very long. But you oh. look at all these other guys who who got the big extensions, Amari Cooper didn't do so hot. No. Oh. It's so, and that just, it, it's more than just a positional issue. It's something that happens consistently. Guys get big deals and then it doesn't pan out. Brock Osweiler is the best example of that. Yeah. That man should be arrested. That man is wanted in three different states for robbery. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 so
1: Steven Straussberg for the Washington National.
0: Oh, yeah. But it, it, it's, it transcends. Football, it transit. There's plenty of guys who get paid boatloads of money and aren't worth the paper the check is printed on. So James uh, Harden, he wants the veteran max. Who's gonna pay? You're 40. <laughs> you're not 40, but you're mid. How old is James Harden? We we talked about this. We talked about this on uh, Brent and Dave's show. James hey. Harden, you are 34 years old, and you want the veteran max for what? He never stays
1: on a team for more than a year, and then creates the the controversies and the drama
0: that that gets
1: him traded anyway. It
0: you know he he it, averaged a double you know, double last year. I'll give him that, but he averaged forty four percent, and one of the only things he could bring to the team besides passing is threes. And dog, you shot thirty eight percent from three. Like the older you get, you can't drive, and that's why Vince Carter developed the jump shot because he couldn't jump out the gym anymore, and that's why he stayed around as long as he did. Like, dude, come on, man! Like, no, you're not getting paid that. You're not. It's just dumb. James Harden's an idiot. Um, take take your hundreds of millions of dollars you've made and retire. There's another idiot in the NBA. All right,
1: then we got to wrap up. (laughs) The The Papa Doc of the NBA. John ja Morant thinks if he played in Jordan's era, <laughs> he would call Michael Jordan.
0: Oh my god. That when that whole gun thing came out, someone took that. Did you see it? Someone took the or the MM uh rap battle thing that he did towards Papa Doc in Eight Mile and edited Jaws' life over it because that's what it is. I'm like he yeah. private school South Carolina. Parents were together, which you don't have to have your parents be separated to have a hard life. His parents were together. He grew up in, a, I would assume, a loving home. He went to a very nice school. He went to a good college and a full-ride scholarship. Grew up in a nice neighborhood. What are you doing? (laughs) doing? Josh's
1: parents had a real good marriage. (laughs) That's why there's no such things as halfway crooks. (laughs) fucking john Morant, another one i I,
0: another one just shut your fucking mouth and just play your game no it's the same thing about people like bird wouldn't adopt bird wouldn't have played you know this one of the nba this or in this league this league is designed around bird right now yeah three point shots flashy passing like bird didn't look super coordinated and the passes didn't look great but neither does Jokic and. Or Jokic. Jokic averages double doubles all the time. It's oh. three-point shooting, it's driving to the basket, it's passing the ball in good defense. Which people, are like, that's just basketball in general. Yeah, you're right. But the three-point shot is more developed now than it ever has been. And that was a huge part of Bird's game. And like if oh. you look at tape of Bird and notice the only way they were stopping him was an elbow in the chest. And throw a chokehold. And now they can't do that. Bird had dropped 35 a night. Yeah. Easy.
1: If John Morant really thinks he could survive in that era, getting clotheslined by Bill Lambeer or having Dennis Rodman jump all over him for a rebound.
0: Stack. Get the, get the fuck out of here. Going, You're not dunking over Shaq or Olajuwon or... um, Oh my God, I'm Manu- trying to play...
1: Manu, Boll, Jordan Manu bowl
0: Jordan or uh oh my god! Patrick Ewing. Why don't Pat? Why don't I remember his name? Oh my god! Lakers, uh, power forward. Kareem. Why? How can you forget yeah. Kareem? You're not scoring over <laughs> Kareem. <laughs> You're not scoring over any dog. Like you. Come on, man. Look. On that note, we got to close it up. John's being yep. stupid. We we don't need to get into more stupid things he's done thank you guys for listening i really do appreciate it um i know jim you do too uh yep. five star reviews comments and other fun shows appreciate it hanging with us for well over an hour at this point um if you like it and you like to talk for more than an hour let us know uh, the best we do this five stars retweets comments all that fun stuff If you didn't like it don't waste your time like we always say treat it like a bad date it's not us it's you or it's not you it's us whatever helps you sleep at night i don't care um just be nice you know comment on your reviews too they don't even have to say anything tell us who you think the best center of all time is or would Ja make it just yes or no i don't care do whatever you want um where are my there we are sorry had to find my shout out list <laughs> <laughs> best way to get your shout outs uh are retweets and all that fun stuff uh retweet comment uh subscribe to whatever, uh, you, you know, the drill, you do all, all the stuff that everybody else says. And if you like the show, tell everyone, you know, too. Doesn't matter how much advertising we, we could take out ad placement in podcast newsletters. It's not going to help us because how many of those do you actually click on the link for what you do is word of mouth. If your buddy goes, hey, check out this show or your wife or your girlfriend or your uncle or your grandparents or your your buddy who hits you up on Facebook messengers to talk about selling herbal life. If he goes, hey, by the way, check out this podcast. Um, yeah, you'll probably give You'll at least look at it and see what it's about. So do that. That's what helps drive this. Um, shout out to the Jaguars beating the Dolphins thirty-one eighteen. by the way. Uh, <laughs> it just came out. So, but the people who do that get the shout outs. And they're also podcasts that we listen to. Um, so let's go ahead and start with the top of the show. First of all, I always want to shout out Sports After Dark. Um, also, best way to find these shoutouts and stuff like that too follow us on twitter or x or whatever the cesspool is called uh jim where can the people find you fan in the van podcast on the fucking dumpster fire you can find me at tdsn pod or at ita bad take pod on twitter whatever you want to call it x i don't care it's twitter for me um we're not we say this a thousand times i'm not gonna say it a thousand more um so you can find us <laughs> there best way to interact with us um and that's where we retweet a lot of these other shows too so obviously go check out jim's show fan of the van um, go check out the BSN Sports podcast. Go check out Aaron over Brutally Brutaliana Sports. Brent and Dave, uh, go watch the three-year anniversary show if you want to see me and Jim have a little cameo on that. That was a blast. Um, hot oh, yeah. dogs or sandwiches, Dave. I'm sorry. I will <laughs> die on that hill. Um, go check out Dave and John over Love with the Playing Field. Uh, there was some wild take about waiting in line at airports that they mentioned, which you, go listen to that. Um, go check out the We Like Sports podcast. Uh, if you're on, or go check out uh, Sports Bliss with the Prophet Chris. If you're looking for wrestling stuff, go check out John or for Wrestling Fans Insight. Always, always, always go check out the Sports After Dark. They're on YouTube now. If you're looking to get in Twitter spaces for any major sporting news, they're there. Heavy, CeeLoo, uh, Gunnels, Ashley, all those people are great. Um, always a very insight, usually a very insightful uh, conversation. There's always people in the Twitter space who just spew nonsense but that's called sports and <laughs> that's called a sports debate with someone who doesn't know ball um but go check out uh, if you're on tiktok go check out Darien over at chill takes love his stuff good fan of the show especially if you're a jaguar fan go check him out um go check out the Visit Vegas places if you're looking to do things in Vegas. Coyle always puts out a great show about all things to do in Vegas. If you are in Vegas and not a Raiders player and you're outside of an or outside of an NFL facility or a visiting team going to play the Raiders, not in your hotel room, and you want to place a bet, Nate Say the Wager or You Bet Smart with Jake and Scott, go check them out. Um, I don't even know if they still retweet the show. Um <laughs> they're on my list. So and that's it, man. I mean that that's if the shoutouts and then your boys over at your other show. Do they ever give you your cigars by the way? Uh no, I'm still waiting. Oh, what is it? What are their names again? We yep. got to shout out, them out again so we double down.
1: Ed and Jim from E&J Automotive. I also want to shout out obviously Average Show
0: Sports yes, Podcast. Yes, Average Nation. I always forget E-Man. E-Man, you know I love you. Um <laughs> I am I am putting you on my list right now. I promise. Definitely check
1: out his show as well as our new show. Um also, too, I am now on the Rumble app, so more videos will be coming. I'm actually thinking of doing one tomorrow. I if I have East Coast lot-
0: Sports Podcast, by the way, go check him out, too. Because
1: a lot of people ask me how I got into it, like into all this and how everything's gone from the start to now. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking of kind of like what Brent did, kind of something similar to that, not to like yeah. bite off a thing. But
0: people always ask, so instead of just telling one person, I'm going to fucking tell everybody. Tell everybody let it and leave it there and just pin it to your account Let's see if you want stop asking me this question. <laughs> this is where you find it. But yeah, um, let us know. We appreciate it. Uh any it, it, LaCroix or any cigar company you wanna you want to sponsor, let us know. I do love a good brick house or a Romeo or, Juliet or Julieta. Um solid, <laughs> solid cigars. I'm sure your boys' cigars too are great. I just haven't had them. Um but yeah, uh let us know. Love you guys. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace.